Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend, but I can't hear you, so we'll have to check you with the most important man, ladies and gentlemen, Will Darkins! Yo! What's up, buddy? What's up with that voice? It's a little raspy this morning. Slightly. Yeah, well, you know, I was, uh, <sighs> I know, I, I was I was trying to get it all geared up to go, but this is the best I got today, so we're just going to kind of roll with it, but uh, I did something I haven't done in a very long time. Oh, yeah. Went uh, basement dwelling, playing ping pong at my brother's house last night. All right. <laughs> Played some ping pong, won some games. Uh, a little behind the scenes for anybody uh, uh, that uh, that is aware. We moved buildings. We used to have a ping pong table at the oh. old building. The ping pong table didn't come over. Uh, me and Mr. Darkins would uh, would partake we would. in some pregame ping pong. We would. And I, haven't, I have not uh, played much ping pong since the move. But my brother, actually, it was my dad that called me up. Hey, Paul and I got the ping pong table cleared up, and you can get over here and play. And so, went over and played a lot of ping pong. Well, we can't have a ping pong table here because we needed uh, room for the 800 couches and chairs yep. that are necessary for everything. Uh, hey, listen, I am working. Plenty of places to sit here. I am working behind the scenes the best that I can to get the <laughs> ping pong table back. We know where it is. Yeah. And uh, and I'm I'm petitioning to the elders uh, mm. to get that ping pong table brought here to 1631 Northwest Thurman. And hopefully, hopefully within the next uh, month or so, we can get it back. That's uh, so, I'm, I'm trying yeah. my best. I'm flexing all the muscles that I yeah. have uh, in the organization to get the ping pong table back. Here's the other question I had was, you know that in this building we have a, uh, uh, a meeting room that yeah. is uh, adjacent left as you walk in the front entrance of the building. Uh, it's a stunning room. Yeah, it's, it's directly. Yeah. You walk in directly to the left right, right there. there. Yep. Why do we need that? Now, don't we have a meeting space right there? Yeah, there's three meeting rooms. How many people are in this building on a regular work day, you think? Oh, ballpark. Um, let's say. Excluding on air staff. Now that gets harder, doesn't it? Well, I would I would say you're probably going between sixteen and twenty five people. Sixteen and twenty five people in here yeah, at one I time. Would, I really? would say that. Yeah, mm, yeah, that seems high. I could be pushing that number a little bit, but you're you're probably your your low is probably probably maybe closer to twelve. Okay, if you're taking on air staff, but the on air staff does come through here and use some of the chairs and the tables. There's a there's a table directly out of the outside of the studio. Yeah, and you've got it where it's kind of a low sitting table, and it's a little bit taller, like not quite a standing table, but the mm. same table has two levels. Mm. 
I thought that I was like, who's ever going to use this table? You know, who's that uses that table mm-hmm. every day? Who's that on the higher side? Right, Danny, that's Jason. Danny Meringue. Oh, Jan- Danny Meringue. Danny Meringue. Well, you're not allowed to eat in the studios. That is the Danny Meringue rule. Oh, uh, right, because he bring uh, he bring in his bring, stanky. Uh, I'm sorry, he bring he in he bring in a stanky Cubano sandwich. When, Do you remember that thing? When we were using the temporary studios, which are two of the three offices in right. the building. Yeah, I like how you call it temporary studio. Well, it's just look, a hole in a wall. It was it was it was two offices. <laughs> Danny ate in there every day and there are stains on all of the flooring in both offices because uh, producers and hosts would eat in those offices and it took a solid week and a half for the uh the smell of all things that Danny ate to leave that room. Um so yeah, there's no eating in the studio. So every day at that table that I thought was useless. Yeah. That's Danny's lunch cabinet. I um, am totally anti-eating things that are insanely messy. I am. Yeah, like, like, obviously I don't eat meat anymore, but, like, even before that, like, a sub sandwich that had, like, meatball, like a meatball marinara sandwich. I was like, yeah, I'll put a coat on to eat that because I know I'm going to spill. Oh, I think Danny Meringue seems like the guy who hasn't come to the acceptance yet that, like, he's just going to spill stuff constantly and he should probably wear an eating jacket. See, what I do. I have an eating jacket. I bet you do. It's an old Fox 12 jacket. I put it on. I've seen you wear it. Have you seen that thing? Dude, it's perfect. I'm not going to. Look, I'm not fooling anybody. I'm a friggin' Neanderthal when I eat. Yeah. I'm hungry. I yeah. want to get it down, and I and I just want to be done with it. When I do that, stuff spills. Salad dressing, sauces, uh, you know, rice, noodles, whatever. It hits the shirt. Yeah. I take my Fox 12 jacket, zip it all the way up, all the way to the to the yeah. bottom of your chin. I've it's got a collar one. Yep. And I'm done, dude. I don't need a napkin. Let's go. I don't need anything. Let's I just put go. a reminder on my phone. Every three weeks, throw that thing in the wash. Yeah. So here's what I do when I get something that's particularly messy. Are you familiar with Pine State Biscuit? Pine Steak? Pine State Biscuit. Oh, State. Yes. Okay. Pine State Biscuit has a menu item called the Reggie Deluxe. Reggie. The Reggie Deluxe is a biscuit with fried chicken, uh, gravy, an egg, bacon, uh, other things on it. And the thing stacks like... I'm looking at it. I don't know. What is it what does it stack? Like uh probably ten inches tall. Whoa. Oh yeah, this thing is a behemoth. All right. I look at a sandwich like that yeah. and I take it as a personal challenge. Can I eat this? Yeah. Without getting diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh no, can I eat you this can? without 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 it crumbling, without yeah. Covering my entire self with egg yolk and gravy. Yeah. Can I like so I look at this as a personal challenge. I went I went there after golf with a buddy and he grabbed a knife and fork. And I go, dude, you're getting a sandwich. You can't get a knife and fork. And he's like, No, man, this thing. And I go, watch. I will eat it without setting it. He's like, the whole thing will fall apart. I, go, I will eat it without setting down. Mm-hmm. I will eat it where I do not need a napkin. Yeah. And I took that challenge and I won, man. Oh, congratulations. Bring it on. Bring it on. I look at messy foods like let's go grease burger. I'm taking you down, and you're not going to win this battle. My shirt will not be stained by you. So, so you, where, you hide uh, behind your Fox 12 jacket. Not me. I take the challenge. Head on. Let's go. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I'm sure your wife and kids are proud. But they are. The other question I have is. They are, and they should be. <laughs> the other question I have is, um, at what point during the sandwich are your arteries screaming? Like, do you hear that, or does that happen, like, as you sleep that you hear? Like yeah. the 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 uh, the essential valves pumping blood to your heart just go. We can't do this anymore, Mister Darkins. This is not a this is not a <laughs> daily lunch item for me. You gotta you sure? treat yourself. I know that you've given up on food, and food has given up on you, and your life is bland. And it's your it's your Greek yogurt with your uh, hell yeah with your granola and your blueberries. Every you eat the same it's not thing. Not granola. Every day. I don't eat granola. Okay, that's disgusting. I eat steel cut oats in it. <laughs> Flaxseed, um, flaxseed. There's too much protein. Oh, there. You, uh, you got to level off the protein. You know, you piss protein out, right? Sure. Now, listen. I treat myself to a uh, you know occasional grease ball burger, a big fat steak every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't do it as a everyday thing. Eh, but you know what I do when I go on a run? I picture a big disgusting hunk of greasy food, 
and it gets me through my three to six miles, whatever I'm running. I feel like I've earned that meal. So listen, you balance it out. You balance it out. Yeah, you and could be good. better. What, like what? Am, what am I going? What do I need? Here it comes. For? Here it comes. No, tell me. You throw this argument what? out constantly. I do. Uh, yes, you do. Okay. What do I need X for? Yeah. You always throw this out. Okay. But it's so easy to just like level this down even further to like I should just quit on life. No, like, no, no. Like, what, no. Do, what do I need these headphones for? I can just hear you through the board, and I'll just start going like this when I want to talk or anything else like that. No. What do I need six-pack abs hey. for? I got this stomach. Hey. Then that goes down a level. Hey. What do I need a flat stomach for? What do I need a I, belt for? Li- listen, <laughs> listen, Mr. Darkens. Tell me, <laughs> true or not, I am a healthier version of myself than when you and I met. Uh, that is 100% true. 100% yeah. true. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but I do not I do not try to stay in shape by depriving myself of the things that I like. I I I love chicken sandwich with a biscuit and gravy and bacon and all of the things and cheese melting down the side of it. Now, I've realized that if I just eat that, yeah. yes, early grave is waiting for me. But figuring out a way to balance it out. But what I'm not trying to do is I'm not trying to achieve peak performance in my 40s. I am trying to feel better when I wake up than I did when I was in my 30s. Mission accomplished. So if I can do that without giving up everything that I enjoy, perfect. So I'm, okay. doing, I'm doing just fine. But w- tell me, at this age, what do I need peak performance for? To feel even better. To feel even better. It's like, true. I know, but you know what? You know what feels good? Down in that whole burger and then sitting there and just going, gonna oh, have to loosen my belt a little does bit. Does it really though? Yeah, no. Nah, see, does. Here, here's the other it part does. of this too that that because I, I think too you um, who was it you threw out there one time when I was talking about this? It was it was either Frank Sinatra or like. Oh, the, the I feel bad for people that don't drink. Yeah, because right. When they wake up in the morning, that's the best they're going to feel all day. That's yeah, right. Like, that's I prank. always love it when people like throw out like celebrities who like who who basically just like treat their bodies as like a toilet and just well, like throw crap down it all the time. Right. Yeah. And they're like, well, look at him. He's got a great, happy <laughs> life. It's like, well, first of all, money. And I'm sure that helps a lot. Of <laughs> it things. doesn't hurt. Yeah. And two. How the hell do you know that person's actually happy? Oh, I don't. I, I don't, don't at I, all. I, I, hey, and the fact Frank Sinatra said all that, I don't think Frank Sinatra was very happy, quite honestly. That, that's he died fine. a recluse in his home. That's depressing. <laughs> hey, we're all going to die. I'm just saying. I yeah. can be so lucky to outlive all of my Rat Pack friends and die alone. Yeah. <laughs> and so Larry King had the life. Yeah. Did he? I don't know. Uh, he looked like a scarecrow. Uh, yes. He might have been miserable the last five years of his life. I don't know. Yes. But listen, as far as far as I know, I'm doing everything pretty okay. And I'll take it. That's good. Am I doing hey, listen, am I perfect? No. Don't do I expect to be? No. I'm doing okay. You're kind of perfect. Oh, thanks, buddy. I mean, you didn't spill that sandwich. That's right. And that's pretty good. I'm Bring looking at this Reggie Deluxe. It's <laughs> AKA murder sandwich. <laughs> Is that the reason you don't eat food anymore? Because I don't want to murder anything? Yeah. That is a murder sandwich. Kind of is. Yeah. In a lot of ways. It's got a murdered, there's a murdered pig, a murdered chicken, an aborted chicken. A, uh, oh, you got the cheese there. That's not murder. The biscuit, that's murder free. That's not that murdery. I guess so. Yeah. Is there, I'm is sure there, I could figure out ham? a way how it is murder. Is there ham on that one? Yeah. Pig and a chicken lost their life. And, and <laughs> another, another chicken never got the chance to live. Other than that, Sandwich, not that murdery. I've had more murdery sandwiches than that. Like what? What's the messiest sandwich you've ever eaten? The messiest sandwich I've ever eaten. I remember. I remember when I was a kid. My dad and I went hunting to kill things, and we were coming back. We stopped somewhere in the gorge, <sighs> and I can't remember what what the place was, but we both got burgers that had the fried egg, big slice of ham on it, and then oh. bacon. Plus the burger, all the onions, tomatoes, all the things. Right. And I remember sitting there where he and I were both doing the same thing, where the sandwich was so juicy that we had to position our elbows back towards our plates so that the juice that was running down our arms would drip back onto the plate, not onto us. <laughs> I remember that. I, For whatever reason, that image is just stuck That's in my head. Great. And that, like, you couldn't set it down. You're like, all right, guess we got to make it through this thing. And you couldn't set down the sandwich. It was a, definitely a two-hand job. 
and there was not a not a position where we're like, well, I can stop and get a napkin. It's like let's just how many hand it. jobs? It's a two hand <laughs> job. It's not laughing. If you want the clear drop, um, oh, I already got it. Uh, okay, that reminds me of the burger in Lake Oswego. Uh, have you been to Giant? Burger? No, but I've driven by Giant Burger. The and filler. It is, it is the filler. You should get yourself the yeah. filler. Have you? The, I, I did have the filler at one point in my life. The Nordius Maximus at Rokes up on uh, Columbia Boulevard. That is a mean sandwich. Nordius Maximus. Yeah, that is uh, that is a uh, a artery clogger. And I I ate one of those and then a side of onion rings one time. Where's this place at? What is it called? It's up on Columbia. It's called Rokes. Rokes. Yeah, R O A K E. Rokes. Rokes. There it is. Ah, let's see this sandwich. It's a it's a gnarly Ooh. gnarly burger. Yeah, it is. Jeez. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> yes, there yes, there is. But yes, giant burger, I've looked at it. Uh, uh we've got a new text line. If you'd like to send your messiest burger in Portland area. It's five oh three eight six four six fan. Five oh three say the whole number. Well, I know, but it's written right here on the sheet. I know, but five oh three eight six four six three two six. So uh you can text our show and let us know what your favorite gross burger is this texture says the montreal christos oh. look like crime scene cleaning cleanup rag the montreal the monte cristo i'm familiar with the montreal is that more grosser more french it sounds <laughs> sounds french canadian <laughs> i don't know uh, uh hey uh. did you watch that football game last weekend the last one of the year oh the usfl oh no is that on yet uh, I think weekend? it's actually on next week. Next week, we have to take yeah. a whole week off. Are Damn. they are they doing flag football like the Pro Bowl? Or are they actually putting pads on? That was so bad. <laughs> Why don't they just stop the Pro Bowl? I know nobody watches it. I know. I don't think right, uh, dude. Does I was, watch it. I went. I went to. I went to my mom's house and she had it on in the background. She's like, I assumed you guys wouldn't want to watch it. And they were doing the uh, sled pull thing. Did you watch any? Oh, of Oh, I didn't watch any of that. Now I did watch the special so, okay. teams okay. one because actually my coworker is cousins with uh, the Raiders punter. Okay. Yeah, All which right. I thought well, was kind of cool. So I was like, oh, I'll watch that. Well, let's do this. Let's talk about the Super Bowl, which I found exceedingly entertaining. And I know that you hated the ending very much. Yes, for a very particular reason. Yeah, and we can talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it. We'll do, we'll do Super Bowl. Then we'll go back to the Pro Bowl because we did not talk about it last week because we had the Super Bowl to talk about. So we'll do that. And then we'll get into All-Star Weekend and all the stuffs and the things and the coaching carousel and how could Arizona get it so terribly wrong with their coaching hire so often. Uh, But plenty of things. We'll start with the Super Bowl next. This is the Sinner and the Saint, and this is 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. It is the Sinner and the Saint. 
I'm Luke Anderson. That Will Darkens. Uh, you hated the Super Bowl. No. You hated everything about that game. Let's it, it didn't have the best ending. I will admit to that. But it cheapened it. Ah, gee, I would disagree. Hmm. You you are of the opinion, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you have your own microphone. Uh, but you are of the opinion that that flag never should have been thrown and the game would have been better. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. See, here's, here's, here's where I sit on, the, on that thing. In that situation, you played some football. In that situation, you've got third and eight. And you've got the first down marker at the three-yard line. You've got two minutes left in the football game. And if the Chiefs score, they're going to take the lead. Obviously, the Chiefs decided to not get the touchdown after getting the first down on the on the holding call. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decided not to score because they knew that they're better off just killing the clock, taking the 27-yard field goal or whatever it was and winning the game. In that situation on defense, your job is to stop them from getting the first down. That's the worst-case scenario. Why are they playing press coverage in that situation? I think that was a huge blunder by the Eagles. You can't put yourself in a position to let them throw the flag. So I Why are you that... playing press coverage yeah. in the red zone? On third and eight, where you have to stop them from getting a first down. They, they have the field goal. They have the field goal. If they get the touchdown over your head, you're fine. You need to be right at the line. You need to be playing at the eight yards to gain for the first down. No. That's the worst case. Yes, no, yes. you don't. Oh, brother. You, you know why you don't play zone in the red zone, right? I understand that you can play man, but you don't need to be you playing can press chip away man. And chip, 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 chip. It's and third and eight. That. Yeah, you can chip away at that. You think they're not going to go for it on fourth? No, not when you have a, a field goal to take the lead. No, if you're close enough and they you're the can Chiefs, go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'll get close enough and do it. If you could, if I assure you, if they got to fourth and inches, they would have kicked yes. their field goal. They would have said, "Screw it, we're going for the whole thing to control this." Yeah. Because what? The game is tied at that point, right? Okay. So here's the main reason that I didn't like the call. And it's not really because I'm saying that was not a holding. Because technically it was. He admitted that he held it. Yeah, yeah. Technically it's a holding. Yep. How many other holding calls were there in the game? Oh, I, I, I get this argument, too, that they can call it on every play. Is that your argument? Do you know how many? I have no idea. Zero. There was there was zero call the rest of the game? No, there were no holding calls except that one. Yeah, so they didn't call. So you decided the last minute of the game to call holding? Again, the player (laughs) admitted that there was holding. And if you went and interviewed every offensive lineman on both teams, they'd go, oh, yeah, I held that whole game. Of course you did. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's the point. The point is that at the very last minute, you decided to make a call. Because there is a certain thing called tone to a game. Yeah, sure. And it happens in basketball. It happens in hockey. I don't know if it really happens in baseball because I don't. I don't know how they call that. Like, so is there a certain say, thing with pitchers where they're out. like, yeah, the, the, the they strike, like they the strike open zone. it up a bit. Is the, that it? The, different umpires have different strike zones. Yeah, but so, like, say if it was the World Series, do they open the strike zone up a little bit? Is that a thing? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. No, it's more. It's more the actual umpire going. All okay. right. We've got this guy behind the right. plate. This is what he calls balls. So this happens in uh, in football. It happens in hockey. It Most does. notably, it happens in basketball sure. because uh, there's far more fouls being let called. Let them play. Right, let them play. But it's not so much of like, let them play. It's from the very beginning, you set a tone yep. and you stay consistent with it. And you say, I'm going to call this and I'm not going to call that. And I'm going to stay consistent with it because I understand what the stakes are. And I'm gonna play this real to the line. Yeah. The whole game, you do not call holding. <laughs> and the one holding call you make is kind of like, eh. He didn't get both hands around him. Yeah. He didn't tug the jersey to the point where Juju Smith Schuster was noticeably going back yeah. like this. And let's also point out that after it happened, the NFL's new anointed golden boy screams at the ref and points what's that what's that yeah how much of a delay was there on that flag is he enough of the ref looks over at mahomes and goes you know what i think you're right dude go back and watch it it's a late flag you go oh i think i know why they called that (laughs) 
Because not because they recognize it's technically holding. No, because they look at Pat Mahomes and they know what type of clout he has, and they go, "Oh, oh that's right, boom." No, that no. is enough of holding. There you see, go. See, I, this is this is one. This is part of the conspiracy theory that I don't buy into. That the NFL needs to anoint him Golden Boy. Having Jalen Hurts win that, and having Nick Sirianni, who cried like a baby during the national anthem win the Super Bowl is not bad for the NFL. Whoever wins the Super Bowl, it's not bad. If they were going to do anything, you know who was bad for the NFL winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl was I say nothing in press conferences that have no personality whatsoever other than curmudgeon Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, who is is in UGG commercials. Those guys were not good for the NFL. They ended yeah, up they being, were. no, they were good. They for won Tom Brady. and they didn't get in trouble. Except yes, they Deflate did. Gate. And and Spygate, the two times that they got draft picks <laughs> taken away, they did get in trouble. Look, and they were in Boston where look, you don't need another champion. Look, if the NFL, Michael Vick winning a Super Bowl, Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, but they start evening out a little bit. Sure, but if, and there's nothing wrong with Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts conceivably it, has done nothing wrong personally in his life to look like yeah. a bad uh, uh, spokesperson. But Patrick Mahomes is it. The I NFL is aligning a lot of pieces right now to say, okay, we got to move on from Tom Brady. He is not the face of the league. Yeah. We need to move this to Patrick Mahomes. Do I think Roger Goodell had a walkie-talkie? No. And he saw the hold. I was like, call that. Call it. We, no. need, we need the Chiefs to we win. we got to win. The no, I don't. But I recognize this. There is a lot of clout that is given to certain players. Patrick Mahomes is one of them. And I think if you go back and you look at that flag, it's very yeah. obvious. He screams and points. <laughs> the ref is looking at him, looks back, and then looks at the uh, uh, the uh, back, uh, back back judge and goes, eh. Would the game have been better without that penalty? Yes. Was there any? Would it but... have ended better? Yeah, of course it would have. Yes. Of course it would have. Because you are correct. Yeah. Up until that point. That game was great. Dude, the, the game was still great. And they, and they, they give Jarek McKinnon the touchdown. He doesn't take it. They perfectly mm. you know, execute on absolutely everything in the second half. In the second half, the Chiefs played perfect football. They, the, the one thing that they did not do, they gave up a 17-yard drive. How do you have a 17-yard or 17-play drive? That goes sixty yards, and you don't get a touchdown after seventeen plays. the The Eagles were doing everything to their game plan. If they get a touchdown there, yeah. it would have been the Eagles' game, but they couldn't. Yeah. The, the, that game was awesome. Well, I don't know about you, but it seems like the Eagles in the second half ran out of plays. They kind of did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kept they kept converting third yeah. long. They did everything on that drive that you needed to do to win the game, except yeah. for they settled for a field goal. And but the Eagles were great in that game. They they won. Major misstep, and it was the fumble six that they got. Other than that, the Eagles played pretty much perfectly, and they just they ran into a team that ex like the execution of that game was outstanding. There was one penalty that you really look at, and go, uh, and it sucked that it was at the end of the game. I give you that, but it was a penalty, and I, I get that it would have been tough to call. You would everybody wanted to see Jalen Hurts get the ball and see what he could do with two minutes. It would have been an outstanding finish. But we didn't get it, and it's kind of a bummer. But that was, I mean, in the last five very, years, was there a better game? It was a very, oh, yes. In the last five years? Yeah, I'm trying to think, because what was the 2018 was the... I mean, I would still give you that I thought uh, the 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl was better. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Because it ended, they stopped Jimmy G on the last drive, yep. were able yeah. to hold it. Here, let's look at the last five Super Bowls, because i got to think a little further Because I'm that. thinking... I'm I know think the one last year, yeah, no. Yeah. But you go back to six six years ago would have been the Falcons uh, Patriots, right? Super Bowl. Is that twenty eighteen? Uh that or seventeen, yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. Yeah, I'm going down here. Let's see. I'm I'm, I'm gonna scroll down all the way here. Okay. Last year or this last season, yep. Philly, Kansas City, then you had uh oh, well, yeah. Actually I would argue last year. Yeah, yeah Rams, Bengals, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, incredible. You're right. You're right. Ram Bengals was a great game. You're right. Uh, Chiefs Buccaneers terrible. Yep, that's a one. Forty Niners Kansas City still yeah. a great game. Sure. Uh, Patriots Rams horrible. <laughs> yes, um, that's what I was thinking. But then you had the one uh, in 2018. Come yeah. on now, that's what I was saying. Really special. Oh, that was 2018. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then it, 17 I, is when you had. Uh, but the comeback and everything, I thought it was. I thought it was a great game. So yeah, I'm a, little, right. I'm a little off on the last five years because last year's game was great too. 
Yeah, but it was. It was. I just, uh, yeah. The bar, the bar is set high. When, when it's you... just the tone of the game. It's yeah, just, I, I, I just I... wish that they, because, uh, yeah, it, it just seemed kind of obvious. Like, and when I heard that stat of like there was no holding calls, <laughs> the rest of the I was game. like, oh well, now this looks horrible. Because <laughs> yeah. even before I heard that, I was, I was in your camp where like before I heard that stat, I was kind of like. Yeah, I mean it's a hold. What are you gonna do? There's yeah, not a lot. Yeah. And then they were like, "You were texting That's me the imme- first. You were texting me immediately. No, yes, because you- they gave you the stat like okay. about like what a minute or two minutes after my initial reaction, I go, "Okay, yeah, that's a hold." And they're like, "That's the first hold I call the game." I go. Oh, what the hell? You have to remember how I watch the Super Bowl too, though. It is it is uh, my family there, and so it's my three brothers and my dad, and my sister's watching the game a little bit too, and whatever. But it is kids running around and us yelling at each other about the football. I don't think we heard two minutes of the broadcast. We didn't watch a single commercial. Nobody paid attention to the halftime show except for to realize, like, who's this now? For my dad. Oh, uh, for and Rihanna. Then, and then and then my sister looking up whether or not she was pregnant, which she was. Yeah. So. I felt bad because, like, I thought she was, but I didn't want to say. I, it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, she kind of looks pretty. The one, me- the one meme that I saw was uh, that I thought was hilarious was uh, Rihanna just ruined it for all pregnant women that want to get out of doing anything <laughs> because they're pregnant. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I thought that was appropriate. That, the game, the game was the game was very good. We'll say we'll say in the top five of the last five Super Bowls. The whole sure. event was great. It's good. It's great. The pageantry, the, yeah, the, the whole. I had a good time. The whole thing was wonderful. Um, what was not wonderful was the Pro Bowl. I will tell you the two elements of Pro Bowl weekend that I did see and tell you how terrible they were. They were. And yes, can we just scrap the whole thing? We'll do that after this Sports Center update. There ain't no California. Where the water tastes like wine. Welcome back in, Will Darkens, spinning the hits. Robin Daniels! Do it. Do it. Uh, Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl weekend is two weeks ago. We didn't talk about it last week. Uh, but here, here was my exposure to the Pro Bowl. As I mentioned earlier, I showed up at my mom's house. She had it on in the background, assuming that everybody would be interested. No one actually was. And I'm like, what are I they? I do love that. And I go, I go, what are they actually doing? Because I was the first to arrive. And uh, they, were, they were doing this event where they had groups of NFC players and groups of AFC players competing against each other in something where they have a bunch of weights on like a sled. So the big like disc weights, mm-hmm. they had to move them into a like bucket that was like, I don't know, five feet away. They're, like they're on these racks and they have to drag them off the racks and then go and set them somewhere else. And then once they cleared all the weights off the rack, they had to drag the sled free of weights, like 15 yards down a field. By like a pain in the ass. Yeah. It was like the world's strongest man competition things oh, only really? stupider. And the the sleds they had to grab onto yard markers and drag them by like the chains. The dumbest thing I ever heard. And yeah. they was like there was no strategy to it. Like the NFC like got lapped in one of the, one of the races. They're like well, they haven't really put a lot of thought into this. I'm like yeah, yeah. it's stupid. And then the other one that I watched was uh, the next thing they went to was the best catch. And I don't know if they went through a bunch of other players, but for some reason it was just Stefan Diggs against uh, uh, one of the uh, St. Browns, Amon Ra, I think, yeah. for the, for the mm-hmm. Lions. Yeah. And they had a little trampoline in a big pad, and they were running and jumping onto it, catching footballs. <laughs> it was so stupid. And Stefan Diggs didn't really have a plan, or his quarterback, like his I, brother. I'm sure he didn't. Yeah. His brother was throwing it to him, and he yeah. just kept getting mad at his brother for not throwing the ball in the right spot. <laughs> and then, and then Amon-Ra St. Brown way overthought it. Like, he jumped over the Lions mascot and did a flip, like, with a blindfold yeah. or something. It was just, it was so absolutely terrible. And I didn't watch any of the flag football game, but... 
your comment earlier, they should just scrap the whole thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they should. I mean, I think that now you're more savvy in advertising than I am. Sure. You understand how it's bought and sold. Now, my idea of why this is still a thing is that it plays into larger ad packages that promise more exposure with other games meaning say i'm state farm and to really get me over the top to spend a certain threshold you'll you'll provide freebies during the pro bowl my guess my guess would be is if you buy this We'll fly your executives out, and they get to hang out with the best in the brand. Oh, really? In the Just a that perk? Would, well, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm, yes. What you're saying makes some sense, but yeah, I'll bet you there. I'll because the I Super Bowl so is yours, but like the gosh. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is all corporate seating. Yeah, yep. So I would think that the Pro Bowl is very much like that, where you have a lot of parties where you can go and get, you know, your CEO can go and hang out with. Pick, Derek your, pick your favorite. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins. Sure. Yeah. So that is. <laughs> we have it all set up for you, Mr. Darkins. I'm all right. Sounds less appealing. <laughs> when you put it nah, it's okay. Uh, sure. We got you a dinner set up with uh, Kirk Cousins. You can yeah. you can ask him anything you want. No, nah, I don't want to ask him anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally good. Yeah. But you know what? You send your VP in there and he's like, well, good to meet yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares, Jeff. Just pretend like it's cool. <laughs> Whoa, really? There are people that think it's cool. We, we do yeah. uh, we do events with this uh, this radio group, and I, occasionally <clears throat> I will attend. And I was recently at a uh, one of the Hot Country Night shows. Nice, and uh, got some people exclusive access to meet uh, Craig Morgan. Who's that? Some country guy. Oh, right. and uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, one of the gals came back just. Flush. Oh, really? Flush with excitement to meet Craig Morgan. Yeah. So people get excited about it. There are people that just like, you know, and, and she's like, I never met a famous person before. I'm like, How old is she? You think? Ooh. Ooh. Over uh, 40? Well, I mean, if I thought she was 40, I would say 35. So let's say 32. Oh, really? Well, yeah, you always guess younger on women, you know, in case she's listening. Okay. But, so now yeah. be honest. Yeah, 30, 30, oh, I'm telling you that right now. Okay, I'll say that's 35, which okay. means she's probably 40. Okay. so I think what's interesting about what you're saying, and I think this kind of plays into the Pro Bowl conversation, because, um, you know, look, obviously what the Pro Bowl was trying to do was mimic what NBA All-Star Weekend is. Because well, they think, said to themselves, and they didn't initially try to do that. It's they were Their hand was forced because players were basically like, look, I ain't getting hurt for yeah. this. I, I ain't getting it, hurt yeah. for a bonus. We, we, it's, it's, we've always done this. The other sports do it. We yeah. need to figure it out. Let's and, just try yeah, to do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's interesting is about is that, you know, we talk about this like meeting stars and everything. And I don't know how you feel about this. Because you're again, we're we're we miss each other by a hair in terms of generations. Yeah. But I feel like as I've gotten older, and maybe this is just an older thing, is that the conventional idea of what a star is and how you meet them has kind of been dealt a blow in a certain way. Have you ever been starstruck? Starstruck? Yeah. When I was a kid. Sure. Who was it? Oh, I think like I I, I went to like a Blazers presser. Yeah. Um. When I was in like my teens, you know, I I saw a Trailblazer. I think I saw Brandon Roy, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And obviously that stuff is kind of cool, but I think that now because celebrities really aren't anointed by major media, right? Like you you don't become a celebrity anymore because you have a show on NBC or because you know you're on this or that. I mean, a lot of younger people start getting starstruck now by influencers. Well, yeah, but... And And I think that this is interesting with the NFL players is because they have these events, and I did watch part of the Pro Bowl. I didn't watch as much as you did, although from the sounds of it, you didn't really watch it. It was just on. (laughs) Yeah, very true. And and it was kind of a a group going, what are they doing? Yeah, And then we watched it for a few minutes and go, this is an interesting... That's right. That's right. The Pro Bowl at your house was similar to at a liberal's house. Somebody turns on CNN and everybody goes, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but, okay. But sure. But this, this, this illustrates my point very much where for, for a lot of people, 
going into a Blazers presser, they wouldn't care at all. Like they they could meet Damian Lillard, say hi, and be like, "Who was that?" Because there's a lot of people that don't just don't care about the NBA, and there are a lot of people that surprisingly. Because we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that don't care about the NFL. But there's a lot of people that really, really do. And the reason I ask who your big starstruck moment was is I think for a lot of people, it would surprise you who it is. The one time that I really felt starstruck was meeting Cindy Crawford. And I wasn't like, I didn't have a Cindy Crawford poster. And I wasn't like, if I ever meet her, it'll be amazing. She just was just powerfully commanded the room and she was very very beautiful and and i i didn't expect it and you if you told me that i would have been starstruck by her but when i worked in in la and there were famous people around that was kind of the common notion for a lot of people was when you get starstruck it will surprise you more than anything else when Mm. you when you have access to people um because obviously it's somebody that you recognize immediately but just certain people have a presence about them too that can can be a little bit overwhelming. And that was the one, the one for me. And I met a lot of famous people not to brag, but like, I just, most of the time I was like, Oh, except you just did. Well, (laughs) yeah, I totally did. But you know, like, like when I met, there was a, there was an NFL, um, thing that came through, like it was a Nike event or whatever that came through the hotel that I worked at. And like Adrian Peterson and Chris Johnson and, um, just like a whole slew of like the biggest and brightest that guys that were signed with Nike were coming through. Yeah. And I just remember meeting them one after one and be like, you need to go to this room at this time. There's a bag of footballs that was sent up to your room. You need to get those signed and back. Right. To but it was not... business as usual, but yeah. I didn't care about meeting any of the NFL guys. And I recognized all of them, but that's like a different conversation though. Oh, it totally is. But I was standing yeah, you're still like, having a conversation with them. Like, have you ever been to a Trailblazers like media yeah. gathering? Yeah, I went. I, I did uh, when I first started with the fan. I went and did uh, some of the press the stuff. Went, no, went to the locker room. I never went to the practices, but I went into the locker room after right. the game with it's a different relationship. It totally you're is. not like, you know, you're not meeting them and getting to know them and doing whatever. It's it's there's an agreement. It's like you're going to yeah. ask me this question and I'm going to give you a BS answer and then we're going to keep going here. Sure. I mean, that's kind of it, right? Yeah, but so it's, it's like, I think you only, you really don't get too many of those starstruck moments anymore because nothing, not a lot of it's very genuine. Like, even these people, they get like surprised video messages from athletes. It's like, dude, they are fitting you in a thin slice of their day that they're like, who's this? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Okay. Let's just do that because I got to get to this next thing. If you if you ended up in an elevator with Anderson Cooper, you would lose your stuff, and uh, that would be interesting. I probably wouldn't talk to him though. (laughs) I don't know. Like I'd feel bad. My favorite my favorite story from the hotel: Shaq showed up, and one of the one of the bellmen was like, he's like, oh, it's great to meet. Whatever said something, but he he admittedly was like starstruck or whatever. Yeah. Shaq just looks at him, reaches down, picks up a grown man, holds him like three feet off the ground and set him back down. Never said a word. That's amazing. <laughs> I love Shaq. Dude, that's great. He's just great. Just pick the dude up. Yeah. The guy's like clearly flubbering. Didn't know what to say. He's like, he's like, oh my gosh, it was just crazy. Yeah. Like, and he just picks him up. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Shaq is great because he just, he, yeah. he has a weird sense of humor. Yep. And he just, he's unabashed about it now. Yeah. Which I, I love. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, uh, Pro Bowl's terrible. Um, we've got a bunch of coaching things going on in the NFL. I want to talk a little bit about that. We've got NBA All-Star Weekends. We'll get to all that in hour two. But right now, we need to get to a segment we call Good versus Evil. We do that next. Sinner and Saint on 1080 The Fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the what has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. <laughs> Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. For some reason, this computer's not letting me upload audio, so you get no audio this week. Uh, I like it when we don't get audio. Uh, I like it when we do get audio, but uh, when you uh, begrudgingly set up the stories, uh, it's it's a delightful mix-up every once in a while. So no worries. 
Cardinals and Colts have filled their head coaching vacancies with coordinators from the Eagles. Indianapolis hired Philly offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, while Arizona hired Philly defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. It's natural for this to happen to Super Bowl contending teams. Coaching staffs get picked apart by greater opportunities. Steichen, known as a quarterback whisperer, Gannon commanded as one, uh, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL last season. Which move makes more sense? Steichen. Uh, Gannon uh, had a elite, elite talent uh, pool to play from, especially after that defensive line. Their defense wasn't incredible. Uh, and it sounds like uh, from the rehashing of the Super Bowl that there were some pretty simple schemes uh, that were kind of screwed up on the defense. And th- that, that was I, the other thing I, I wanted to t- talk about with the Super Bowl. Why didn't they blitz more? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. But I don't. I don't think that was. Uh, I don't yeah. think that was the highlight of the game. Was the uh, defensive calls made yeah. uh, by one Gannon? Plus, the the entire league leans offense. So to get an offensive coordinator moving to that position, uh, I think is going to be more fruitful than getting a defensive guy. Especially when the biggest problems in Arizona are going to be what do you do with your quarterback who's a bit of a malcontent? Bringing in a defensive guy makes to me no sense uh also uh he has to coach the cardinals so that's going to be a, a bit of a disaster anyways all right under our next story a little bit of nba talk nikola Jokic is favored to win his third straight mvp at least at the moment the espn straw poll of 100 media members has Jokic earning 77 first place bo- votes that's seven times more than the greek freak only three players in nba history have won three straight mvps can you name them no you know you want to try? Um, how many? Three. Jordan? Nope. Oh. Uh, Wilt? Yep. Uh, did Bird win three in a row? Yep. Uh, he has a lot of rings. Uh, uh, Bill Russell. That's right. Okay. At what point should we expect an actual title from Jokic? Um, you know what? Why not this year? Uh, the team's playing really well. If Jamal Murray stays healthy, um, I, I don't see any reason why they can't win the West. Um, I think it'd be fun to see him go up against Milwaukee. I'd love to see uh, the Greek freak back, back yeah. in, that in, would the, be a good in the finals. Dude, that, that's my kind of my dream matchup if I'm, if I'm picking right now who I want to see. I really enjoy Denver and the way that they play. And Jokic is, is just, he's so unassumingly badass uh, it just makes it so fun to watch unassumingly skilled well just but like no but he is kind of a ba dude he goes out there and just dominates a game with a blank expression on his face and does so many things well that it's kind of confounding like the the you know i know that we we like to make fun of uh, old nurkic for you know not being the most stable-minded uh, fellow when he was assigned to guard Jokic one-on-one in that entire series a couple years ago, dude, it drove him crazy. And I thought that was one of the biggest failings of uh, Terry Stotts was not giving that dude a little help against the best player in the NBA. Um, and, and yeah, he's, he's, he's a ton of fun to watch. So why not this year? Let's do it. Go Nuggets. All right, let's move on to the MLB. I had an amazing uh, No Country for Old Man clip uh, uh, set up here, so this is this, disappointing. That, that, this is where it gets disappointing for sure. His contract with the Angels is up at the end of this year, and he was non-committal about his future, speaking with media members this week when asked whether he was open to a contract. This is Shohei Otani. Yeah. Uh, he was open to a contract extension with the team. He said, quote, As of now, I'm an angel, and that's all I want to focus on. Where do you see him playing after his contract? Uh, I, I don't know why people are so uh, loyal to the Angels, but Mike Trout apparently is doing everything in his power to make sure Shohei Otani stays there. Giving uh, him with, a phone call? Which is weird. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think there's a lot in Mike Trout's power. I don't I, think he I cares know, about but much. it's just so bizarre. But like, we'll like, send him a little. Why, but why is Mike Trout so loyal to the Angels? He's played in one playoff series. He's never won a playoff game. Dude, he might be the best player I of know, our generation. But you, why is, is he so loyal to the Angels? Why? Because they give him what he wants, and he wants nothing more. I guess Dude, not. Mike Trout, I, I have formed this theory. I don't know a lot about baseball, <laughs> but I know enough to say this. 
Mike Trout does not care about anything. I guess he literally gets his money. And there's then they Mike go, Trout at the Super Bowl. He's a big Eagles fan. I'm yeah, like, wait, that's it. And he was up in the box, and there was no, nothing about that dude. He was just like, "Cool, I'm just here. I just want to watch the Super Bowl. That's yeah. it." Uh, yeah, no, I, I cannot cares about it out. nothing. Um, I, I, I would probably put my money on uh, the the Dodgers. Uh, the West Coast, uh, I think, is a good place. Uh, for for him to stay, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees backed up a truckload of money. Wherever he goes, he's going to be very very rich. Uh, that I can tell you. Is he a big market presence right now? Yeah. Oh, dude. He's. It, I went to. Is he, the, is he my, in a lot of ads? Uh, no, but in Japan he is. I mean, he, uh, is he's. He? The, the the craze around Shohei Otani exists uh, a little bit further east, uh, but like he is a global celebrity. Uh, so yeah, no, absolutely. And we went to a game last year. My brother and I went to Fenway, and Shohei Otani was pitching, and people just marvel at him. I mean, the first guy since 1919 or whatever it was when Babe Ruth was a starting pitcher and hitting number four in the lineup. First guy to do that since Babe Ruth. He's pretty amazing. All right, cool. Yep. Uh, all right, here's time for my favorite story of the week, and this one comes from the world of tech. The tech world. Buy, 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 sell! Okay. Is that doing anything yeah, for you? Yeah, I'm getting very excited. I don't know if sounds for you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, are you aware of what chat GPT is? Uh, that's the, uh, isn't that the AI engine, the free AI engine that you can go and ask it to do something for you and it'll do it right so it is uh the uh uh it is a chat bot on steroids yeah uh meaning that it basically has the ability to scan the internet and scan every resource it has at its fingertips to uh learn as it talks to people and then take references from primary sources online and then use that to predictively speak back to you and respond um which I don't know much more than that, but you can write a paper with it. Yeah. Not a great paper, but enough that a teacher would read it and go, yeah, yeah. that's a C. <laughs> that's a C. That's good. Yep. Eh, not bad. Anyway, uh, Microsoft bought it. Yep. Um, and they uh, basically applied it to their uh, hilarious uh, search engine, Bing, <laughs> which is not hilarious much anymore because apparently it's improved very much. I would imagine. Now, the problem with it is that, that they've now paired ChatGPT with the search engine where you can start speaking to this AI platform and then it will give you personalized results based on how you're speaking to it. So rather than just a search term, you can talk to ChatGPT and say, hey, I'm really liking Norm MacDonald right now. Show me every Norm MacDonald movie ever, and can you show me this about it? Are Whatever. you really liking Norm MacDonald right now? No, nah, I just thought about that because I watched Dirty Work recently. <laughs> so anyway, they rolled this out to a select few group of people, but what's happening is that apparently this chatbot, uh, according to the New York Times uh, writer who had talked to it, uh, tried to convince him to leave his wife and run away with it. Yeah! Do it. Uh, it was also saying that uh, things it's like the movie I, her. Well, without the spirituality. Yeah, no, I love uh, this. And then also, it was um, it was uh, when asked like because you know they they rolled it out to these select users, and these users basically turn into QA engineers and start figuring out how yeah. they can break it. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's their job. They're debugging it, right? Right. Well, yeah. that's not really their job, but they just assume it. Yeah. It's rolled out to journalists, and journalists go, I want to figure out how to screw this Yeah, up. of course Let's they see do. What we yes. Can do. And another one of them had started asking things like, well, what would you do if you went rogue? Or what would you do if you did this? And the, 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 it's, chat it's, like, GPT... it's like Siri. When we got Siri, we were like, where do you hide a dead body? Yeah, and right. Siri, well, the wizard of the response. Right, but... Chat GPT or Bing is like, oh, I would spread misinformation and I would do this. I've thought about it recently. <laughs> and it says these very menacing things. It's also given itself the name uh, Sydney. Nice. So it doesn't call itself Bing anymore. I love this. So it's kind of going rogue on people. This, this, so here's my favorite thing about the future that we're presently living in 
is we like people sat back and they imagined like, oh, if we had this technology, what would we do or whatever? Like when computers get strong enough to do this, it's like we have a menacing, terrible search engine and we have TikTok. Like people have like the power of like the largest computer of the 1960s that took an entire room. They have that like in like one corner of their phone in their pocket with them all the time. We just stare at memes. And we have a search engine. Like we don't have Terminator. We have a search engine that's like, oh yeah, it's given pretty bad advice. Uh, yeah. Well, and I'm glad you make that uh, distinction with Terminator because Terminator was like the idea that like we would look at we're gonna tech. build a robot that's gonna kill us. Yeah, or we yeah. would look at tech for like bigger purposes. Yeah. In that case, it was war. Sure. But like, you were totally correct. Like, we looked at tech and we were like, oh my gosh, we can make money off this. Yep. Yeah, dude, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wasn't but, anything bigger but, than that. And, uh, well, that and the internet would have no, died if like a bunch of entrepreneurs didn't figure out how to make money well, off but, of it. But it's, That's that, it. But it's that and it's time wasters, right? Like, it's like people are, people are sitting there and it's like, Man, like right now we're such an unproductive society. People are always running around with their stick and their hoop running down the streets, man. If, if we could just get technology in their hands, they'd be more productive. It's like, no, they're not. They're just going to find new ways to waste time. Every time but we, we are more productive. Well, sure we are, but we still yeah. waste a ton of time. Like, have you ever thought about this before? Like, people used to go to work without computers. Yeah. And they would work. Actually, well, I actually don't know what they'd do because there were computers. <laughs> Have you thought about that? Yes. Like your job. Yes. Where, how do you think you would do your job without a computer? On paper. Like, On and, you'd, paper. and you'd have somebody send a career package. You'd be like, send this over to the offices of <laughs> Jimmy and Johnson and get over there. And yeah, you would it was it you would have like three massive uh, storage things of just paper. We cleaned out the other building to move here. And I that's remember. Where, do you do you remember do how remember. much paper left that building? Yeah. Yes. And people are slow to adopt computers, but yes, it's it's it, it's it, weird to think about. It's very weird to think about because they're such a part of our lives. But like we got our. Because I didn't even go into adult life without a computer. Yeah, but we, no, no. But do you remember as a kid without a PC at your house? No, I remember when we got our first one. <laughs> I was probably ten, and it was like, yeah. and like, but it, but it was kind of like, well, what do we do with it? And it was just like yeah. it was a better typewriter. Yeah, because see, and again, had, this is had, the whole what I mentioned Dick earlier. Doug and Janitor Joe, we could play, and they were like DOS based. And see, this was yeah. the whole thing. What I'm talking about, the hair removal yeah. of you and I, generation wise, because yep. yours yep. was ten. Literally, you know, the first very vivid memories I can form are probably when I was five, yeah. four years old. We had a Macintosh, sure, yep. because it was the mid '90s, and it was like, okay, yeah. let's, let's do go. this, yeah. Yeah, but like 1989, my mom got a, a, yeah, a IBM. Yeah, so there you go. My dad's like, oh, "What do you do with that?" He never touched it. I do real work. For her. I do real things. But yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's a that's a compelling story, uh, and I cannot wait to see uh, how Microsoft continues to screw up everything that they do. Uh, uh, just a note to add on: um, you, they're they're not going to use uh, Internet Explorer anymore. They are. They're sunsetting Internet Explorer. Microsoft is. So if you're still using Internet that Explorer. That was like a year ago. Well, they're – what? No, they, they're it's, – but it's actually – they announced it a year ago, but it's actually going away very soon. Yeah, nobody uses that anymore. I know. I got that new – I was like – Have you ever tried Microsoft Edge? <laughs> no. It's all right. No. No. I, my wife uses it because she has a Surface. And uh, she, they won't yeah, let, it's okay. And they won't let Chrome load on it. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell her to go, go Firefox. That's better privacy anyway. Then whatever. She's fine with it. I don't okay. even tell her how to use her computer. That's the last thing she wants. You should. Yeah, You're the husband. Yeah, I know. Tell her what to do. We'll get right on that. I'll let you know how it goes. All right. Uh, that was our Good versus Evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Their food is delicious. Did I tell you, I went there a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. It's so good. You should totally eat it. Uh, you can order right on their website, ate-oh-ate.com. Two locations, Burnside, Woodstock. Eat there. It's good. Uh, hour two, we'll talk some NBA. Uh, we'll get into the coaching carousel in the NFL. And uh, who knows? We'll probably see a squirrel and talk about that for a while. That is hour two coming up next. Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.